this message into this into this session father holy spirit just interpret this word so people understand what you want them to understand god father just do what you do father show them comfort correction conviction restoration and this discipleship father we thank you, Father, that you have allowed us to freely, without any type of restriction, be able to open your word, speak about your word in the way that needs to be done so that we can get your message the way you want to deliver it to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you being a part of this message, helping us, guiding us, leading us, and directing us in your ways and in your word according to your translation and your interpretation into our hearts. Only way this can be done is by having that Holy Spirit talk to us. The lifeblood of Christianity. The beginning of the church. The supernatural movement of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you for everyone who watches and listens to this message about to happen. For them to get what you want them to have out of it. And bless their homes. Bless their lives. Bless their jobs. Bless their coming and going here there and fro near and fro bless them father bless their finances bless their homes bless their lives bless their health bless all of them the way you bless them and in their situations and how they're living their lives father for you to do what you do for them i thank you father i ask you to lead guide and direct me as i bring this message according to how you want me to bring it i have nothing you have it all I'm just the vessel. In Jesus' mighty name, Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope everyone's having a good day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether we catch you in the morning when you're getting up, getting some breakfast in, you're getting cleaned up, starting your day, getting your day full of either work, activities, or errands. Just getting up, stirring up, and getting ready for a great day. Or we're catching you halfway through your day when you've been through some challenges, been through some obstacles, you've been through some stuff that may not be so wonderful, but you've seen God do some wonderful things. You're thanking God for every blessing you get, no matter how difficult it may have to get. We're getting through that 
midday madness or where you're ending your day resting having some dinner spending time with the friends and family those of you around you that you care and love about live with whatever it may be and you just want an inspiring word a holy spirited word a pentecostal word to end your day however whenever whyever you're right now no matter how it is what day time it is you're tuned in to the blue book presented to you by pentecost ministries and hosted by your boy blue man guys Man, it's so, over, you know, every day never ceases to amaze me. Never ceases to amaze me. People are truly looking for an answer. Problem is, is they're looking in the wrong places for that answer. They're shooting left and they should be shooting right. They're driving left and they should be driving right. They're crying out to God and crying out to Jesus. Problem is... They're not doing it the way it needs to be done. See, just because you know God, just because you may know Jesus, doesn't mean you know God and know Jesus. There are several, countless ministers out there right now who do a lot of ministry and are doing it very to do it in vain why is that because it takes a certain amount of Holy Spirit to make things move anyone could teach the Bible teach knowledge but it's the true love and true Holy Spirit that changes lives without that just the engine without any oil saw pencil without lead a bottle of water without the water in it. Shall I go on? There's a certain cycle of life that must happen, not only in reality, but in spirituality. In life, we got to have the sun, the water, the soil to create life. Circle of life. Send the Holy Spirit. Send of God. You got to have the God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Obey, love, trust. Circle of spiritual life. Problem is, a lot of people try to take shortcuts and so forth, and will it work for a while? Of course it'll work. Anything can work. Problem is, is how long will it work, and if you're done after it works, are you going to blame God for it not working because you did it without Him anyway? Most people do. I do not discredit science and other religions' knowledge. I don't discredit that. What I discount is, is, is people's religious beliefs in uh, other beliefs or whatever to invade the obvious circle of life. Sin is separation of nature. Hate is having all truth erased. And Jesus is the truth. Pretty simple. So, before every message, we get into our pledge. Our pledge. Of, if you look over here, you go on Instagram. You can see it right here in the corner, right here to my my right side, right, left side, whatever. Right here, 
and then up here you you really can't see it but it's right here in the, in the side here anyhow the, the Christian flag pledge y'all ready let's say it together I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands one Savior crucified risen and coming again with life liberty to all those who believe beautiful so if you have your Bibles which I'm sure by now if you have listened to this and seen this blue book uh, message and podcast at some point in time Bible is very important so if you have your Bibles I got mine all the time especially on the blue book because this is a blue book Okay, you'll see if mine, there's several markings, all those markings in there. See how much I do? All those markings, notes and stuff, what you're supposed to do. Okay, get your Bibles open. Whether it's a book, on your mobile device, desktop, laptop, whatever the case may be. Let's get them open. And let's go to the book of Mark. Go on to chat. Okay, today's message is out of Mark. Chapter 12, verse 30. Okay, so Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. All right. Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. Okay. Now, I myself read out of the Amplified. I'm an Amplified believer. I'm an Amplified life. I read out of the Amplified Word of God. Whatever version you have, fantastic. That's what God reaches. Just what you understand. The Holy Spirit works through you no matter how difficult it may seem or be. We will be going through other translations of this scripture throughout the, the message. We'll see exactly which one sounds to do different. If anything is translated differently in the, in the Word... We will address it so you everyone gets the same idea. Make sense? Fantastic. Makes sense. Okay. So, we want to know what Mark 1230, 1230 means. Let's find out. Love. Life of victory eternally. Love. Here does just mean doesn't just mean to have affections for. It's from the Greek root word agapo, which means which many are are more familiar through the the brown agape, love. Love here does not just mean have affections for. It is from the Greek root word agapo, which many are more familiar with through the noun agape. To agape love, someone is a is a choice. It is to choose to see them in a favorable light. So, agape love is a choice to see you in a in a favorable light. Okay, to choose to delight in them, and to choose to faithfully act on their behalf. So, this is a choice. You're choosing to love somebody. To do for them, to to delight in them, 
to find favoritism, favoritism, favoritism in them, and faithfully act upon their behalf because you love them. Agape love. Okay? When we agape love God, we see Him as honorable, true, and loving. We must, we trust Him and respond to that trust with obedience. Okay? So God, in the Old Testament, this was an obedience thing. See, I'm a New Testament guy. I like love. I enjoy the fact that Jesus died for my sins so that I had a chance to be with Him in heaven. Okay? The Old Testament was more barbaric. Was more a, a real struggle to get forgiveness because you had you you were pretty much obeying God on every level. There was really not a the the find love in God back then was a very tough thing. If you did, you had to be all in. Okay. So Jesus adds more newts to this love. Heart is from the Greek root word cardia. And means at the center of one's life, whether physical, spiritual, or mental. So Jesus puts the emphasis on it. God says, Love me and do as I say, which is more of an obedient thing. Jesus says, This is in your heart. You gotta have me in your heart. Whether it's physical, spiritual, or mental, physical, spiritual, or mental, you gotta have it. The heart drives one's beliefs, emotions, thoughts, and Intentions. So soul is from the Greek root word psyche, which is similar to the heart, but focuses on a vital force that keeps us alive. Heart. Heart. Mind is not found in the original Old Testament quote, Deuteronomy 6.5. But it's certainly appropriate to add for an audience influenced by more logical Greek culture. So a lot of people are more keen to the mental version, not just the heart version. But everything he's talking about, it has to do with the heart and your inner soul, mind, and body. You see, but people are more poor people think more intellectual because everything's usually up here, not up here. You learn, you have all kinds of stuff go up here, but down here. Not so much. It comes from the Greek root word dinoia, dinoia, and again has a similar definition to heart, but with more mental bent. So it's up here, more of the brain. So heart, soul, and mind cover every aspect of our personalities, being, and thoughts. And everything which influences our feelings, beliefs, desires, and intentions. So one more time. So the heart, the soul, and the mind cover every aspect of our personalities. Every aspect of it. Heart, soul, mind cover every aspect of it. Being and thoughts. Personality, beings, and thoughts. And everything which influences our feelings, beliefs, desires, and intentions. Okay? Strength is a little different though. Strength is a little bit different. It is from the Greek root word, isos. In which, and means force, power, or ability. Strength. Force, power, ability. Okay? 
The original Hebrew is from the root word mede, which is also translated as greatly, exceedingly, and diligently. Greatly, exceedingly, and diligently. That can be that can be considered like an over overachiever, that type of thing. This this strength also translates into English as might, strength, might. Is the effort and passion with which we love God. We get all our strength and all our might. We love God. Where the heart, soul, and mind direct how we feel and what we do. The steering wheel, the engine. Steering wheel, engine. Okay? Head the steering wheel, body's the engine. Okay? How we feel and what we do. Might is the force that determines the extent. Okay. What well, we're now we're not exactly sure of the scribe's intent here. Unlike the previous two challenges, there's no clear trap involved, which is in Mark 12:13. He might simply be asking a deliberately provocative question, expecting Jesus to pick one of the many commandments in the Mosaic law and declare it the greatest. What Jesus has done is a, is give a commandment that encompasses the first four of the Ten Commandments. All of which concern how we interact with God. So the first four commandments, he just gave you one. And it just covered all four of them in one shot. He encompassed it. He embodied it. Okay. In the third part of Jesus' answer to love our neighbors as ourselves, he brings the last six of the Ten Commandments into it. So he all he did... Was break it down for six because he's trying to get you to understand the love aspect of both loving God and loving your neighbor. You do those, you're covering all ten. Make it very simple, all about love. In doing so, he reveals that God's law are not meant to control us; they are meant to describe what it means to love. So he's trying to what Jesus is trying to do. He's trying to get it through our heads that. We, the new covenant is love. God has always been love. Problem is, is that for all the time before Jesus came, there was very little love to speak about. Love existed, but it wasn't like it was when Jesus. Jesus came down and gave all his love. You see? So, when we talk about, we talk about God and how Jesus presented it is just summing it up. Love your God, first four. Love your neighbor, last six. Forty-six, all ten. Try to make it easy for you guys. Okay? So, let's go into the Word. Let's go into the Word. Mark 1230. Okay, here we go. And you shall love the Lord your God out of out of and with your whole heart and out of and with all your soul, your life, everything about you. Every bit of your being about you is to love the Lord. Every bit of it. Not one wavering part of you does not love God. Your mind your heart, your soul, your might, your strength, it all loves God. 
and out of it, and it will all with your mind, your faculty of thought and your moral understanding. Your thoughts and your understanding love God. Love God. And out of all, uh, out of and with all your strength, this is the first and principal commandment. Deuteronomy 6.4 Love your God with all your strength and all your being and everything you got. Love God with it. This is an encompassing thing. This isn't just a moral or mental or physical or spiritual or whatever. This is an all-consuming love God with it. And if you love God, and the best way to do this is through the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit gives you the... See, people say, I want to know how to love you better. I see there's a lot in churches and other places. I want to love you better. I want to love you more. I want you to show me how to love more. How in the world are you going to get that if you don't get the Holy Spirit? I want to know how you get that without the Holy Spirit. I want to know how you attempt to do this stuff without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is love. It is the comforter. It is the counselor. It is everything. You could tell me all day. And you could put some action to that too. And for some crazy reason, maybe I will believe you. But to love God, to love God is to love me. Because God and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit itself isn't going to lead you against me. Why is that? Because that's not what it's about. I've always told you guys through all these messages and through most social media posts and so forth, that if we have two different ideas on the scripture, but it's both Holy Spirit interpreted, the Holy Spirit's going to bring them together. Like that. And we're going to come to an understanding of it. And we're both going to agree. That's from God. That's from God. We, 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 we see things differently, but it's both gospel. We're going to agree. The Holy Spirit brings that comfort. So how do you love God the way God wants you to love Him? Through His Spirit? Through the Holy Spirit? Just gave you the answer. What more do you need? It's really simple. You shall love God and your, you shall love you shall love the Lord your God out of and with your whole heart and out and with all your soul, your life and out and with all your mind your your faculty which means your understandings and the thought of your moral understanding which is also the same thing moral and, and logical and out of all your strength this is the first and principal commandment Deuteronomy 6 Deuteronomy 6, 4 and 5 Am I missing something here? I don't think I am. I think it's pretty clear. Let's go 31. The second is like it and is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandments greater than these. Leviticus 9, 8, 19, 18. He is right there. Love your God. Love your neighbor. Two 
four, ten. Pretty simple if you ask me. Here it is, the word. And you shall love the Lord your God out of and with your whole heart and out of and with your all your all your soul, your life and out of and with all your mind, your faculty of thought and your moral understanding and out of and with all your strength. The second is like it and is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Jesus came to show you the love. The Holy Spirit is to encompass you with love. To have the victory. To have the victory. NIV says this love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength the English Center version says and, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength KJV says and you shall love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and all thy strength this is the first commandment In the in the, the New American Standard Bible is all in caps, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and all your strength in caps. In the New Living Translation and the Christian Standard Bible, both say the same thing. Nothing different. Okay. The Jewish Bible 2000 says, And thou shalt love the, lo the Lord thy God, and with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and all thy thought, and all thy strength. This is the, pr the principal commandment. The New American Standard Bible next to all caps. Interesting. Yeah, most of them say the same thing so far. I mean, some of them say the, you know, the end of the commandment. Most of it's all, everything's all straight. Okay, let's take it to a different level. Let's see. Tons of different translations. Crazy. 
I don't know where it's at now, but there was a button I pushed and it gave me like a ton of translations. It was crazy. Anyhow, everything says the same exact thing. I mean, there's nothing really different than anything else on here. It gives you pretty much... Uh, the same exact translation for everything. Which is pretty cool. You know, um... It really is pretty simple in the end of the day. God is trying to get us to understand how important it is just to love Him. What He goes through for people just to love Him. To love thy neighbor. You can, you can do two and get all of it in uh, all ten and two. Which is actually very, very awesome that he's able that Jesus came down and did that for us. Made it very simple for us. Um, and like anything else, though, we are our own enemy. We complicate things way too much and want to ask too many questions about things that only God truly understands. We need to come to an understanding that. God wants us to love Him. Well, everything about us to love Him. And everything about us to love our neighbor. You don't got to agree with Him. You ain't got to uh, uh, approve Him. You do got to accept Him. And you also got to have that godly love. Now, of course, the godly love isn't the love you have for your family. Isn't the love you have for your spouse. Isn't the love you have for your siblings or whatever the case is. It's an di entirely different love, but it's still godly love, you know. And it's just difficult for people to get that. It's difficult for people to get love, to get uh, just a few things. There's a few things that are that are just difficult regarding God with people. They want to they they want to ask questions that are just, you know, there's no real answer to it. How do I love my neighbor? How do I how do I love God the way He wants to be loved? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit gives you these things. These are the gifts of the Holy Spirit to comprehend, understand, and love people, love things, love your family, love God. And that's the beautiful thing about it. When you have these things, it makes life easier. See, God's all about making life easy. He don't want to complicate life any more than it already is. Many stories, many examples, but He's not trying to complicate it. That's why he sent Jesus, not only to sacrifice a lamb, for us to have salvation, but also because he wants us to love him. So his son does the ultimate love, does the ultimate sacrifice, so that we can see what love really is without strings, without all that stuff that we pile on and pile on. People say all the time, I can't do this, I can't do that. Why? Because in your moral compass, you have pride, you have, uh, you know, um, pride among other things that are going on. 
you have addictions, you have suppressions, you have oppressions, you have all kinds of things going on that won't allow you that access to be able to overcome them. To be able to do the love part, to be able to do the belief in God part, to be able to believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, all these things, there's hindrances there that are stopping you from actually believing. You want to believe it, but the problem is it's very tough to believe something that there's too many things in the way. People say all day they, they believe in God. It's fantastic. Glad you do. But do you really believe in God? Or are you just is it just or just lip work? Are you just are you just wagging your jaws? Are you really do you really believe in God? Do you really trust in God? Those things you gotta answer for yourself. Can't answer it, you gotta figure it out. These things are not um hard to figure out. Problem is people just don't know how to. And when you don't know how to, it complicates life. Because life is about loving God. Because God will give you the desires of your heart if you follow Him. Not saying you give up everything you're doing. You gotta work, you got hobbies, you got talents. But if you honor Him with God, you will definitely get the best of it. Love, life of victory eternally. Theoretically, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this. Um, and we can go on forever about different scriptures that talk about love of God because this whole book is, is, this whole Bible is full of love of God. But, in this message, we're going to leave it right where it's at. Love. Two commandments. Love God. Love your neighbor. Take care of ten commandments. And you love God with everything you have. This chapter contains lessons taught by Jesus in various circumstances. It explains the eventual destruction of traditional Judaism. The relationship between secular and scarred obligations, the nature of the resurrection, and the most important of God's commandments. Jesus also expounds on Mosaic statements in the Old Testament. Jesus also condemns the, the glory-seeking shallowers of the scrubs and extols the virtues of sincere faith-based giving. He let you know right then and there whether or not you're full of nonsense or not. Do you truly have the love of God in you? Or do you not? Jesus himself will put it out there and show it to you. He'll let you know if you really love God or not. It's not difficult. It just do you. You gotta check yourself. Check what you're doing. Check your life. I tell this to people all the time. When it comes to believing in God and loving God, 
you gotta wake up every day saying you're gonna have victory eternally not physically eternally okay you wake up every day saying I'm gonna have life of victory eternally now does it happen every day not necessarily you'd be hard-pressed to believe anyone actually gets daily victory like that unless you're really stuck in the love zone but I'm not too sure that's even possible today but you wake up with that in your mind I'm gonna get up I'm gonna say I'm gonna have victory eternally today life of victory eternally and you go through your day and that's why in the beginning of this message and this whole session I says whether you wake up whether you're midday or whether you're ending your day believing trusting and relying on God You got to wake up feeling victorious. I'm going to get victory. And no matter what you go through throughout your day, whether what you're doing, whether it's whatever it is, at the end of your day, can you say you had more victories than you have losses? Sometimes it boils down to that. Sometimes it boils down to how many victories you got, how many losses you got. Losses is when you let sin prevail in a decision. When you separate yourself from the nature of of life. That's when sin wins. The further sin can separate you from the love of God the more it wins. Kind of like the whole analogy of the further, the more decisions you make on your own and you don't want God there, the further away His voice gets from you until it's almost gone. Some people it's already gone. You've been living such a trite of life and it takes someone that understands and can talk to you to help you bring that voice back. The more you let sin separate you from the nature of God, the more you're going to have spiritual, psychological, and other problems. So you got to get up in the morning, victory, victory. And you're going to go through your day having many victories you can. And when you get home, or wherever you rest your head, did I have more victories? Did I have any any defeats? And let the Holy Spirit work and do its job. It's been given to you. Let it do what it's going to do. Let the love of God into your heart. It makes a world of difference. So, because we're talking about the love of God and so forth, 
If anyone out there has not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, or you need a rededication to the Lord, you've had more, more uh, defeats and victories. I want you to pray after me. Father God, I thank you for all you've done. I believe your son Jesus came from heaven and died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins and resurrected to heaven for the hope of everlasting life. Father, I ask your son Jesus into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior by way of the Holy Spirit. Lead me, guide me, and direct me in your way and your word. Thank you, Lord, for my salvation. And Holy Spirit, help me. Help me daily. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, one, good, wonderful, you're in the kingdom of heaven. If you're rededicated, thank God you got a fresh start. A, re, a re, recharging of the batteries. What I want you guys to do. Hit up the website. Bluebook.com or Pentecost with the 50.com. Let us know. Email us. Let us know. There's, there's a little email button on there. You hit the email button, it takes you right into uh, messages. And you can email us, let us know a little bit about your story, a little bit about yourself. And we will help disciple you the best way we can in the most Holy Spirited way that could possible. And then, you know, we go from there. I want to thank you for tuning into the Blue Book. Thank you for tuning into Pentecost Ministries. Thank you for being a part of us. Those who faithfully watch our live videos on demand and listen to our podcast. Thank you so much. On the website now, there is um, music from True Blue Music, our, our music entity. And there's also a radio station called UMO Radio, or Urban Vegas. It's on the bottom of the website. You click that, it's 24-hour urban inspirational, urban uh, gospel music. Okay? Remember, Jesus, remember God loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. They're only there to help you through this chaotic life. Okay. Thank you so much worldwide for everyone out there. 
please email us. Let us know about yourself. Let us know what's going on with you. Let's become part of a much bigger thing of Pentecost. And, and, and be able to be family in the spiritual world of God. Okay? Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a rushing river. Until next time. Until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. Yeah.